Hello guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This is me, Aaron, and uh, let's get into it. So, it's just going to be me this episode like normal. Thank you, Belgium, uh, Fort Valley, and uh, Boardman for being the top three um, downloaders. Uh, let's, we're almost heading at two, almost at 200 downloads. That's really cool. Um, hopefully, uh, we can make sure to spread this, uh, you know, make sure to spread this podcast with your friends and family. Anyways, let's get into it. Back from where we started, there he was at a sign. So, he found the sign, and it was actually still raining a little bit, but it was, it was about to, like, dissipate. So, and if, like, in a little bit, he could tell that it was actually about to dissipate, and eventually it stopped. And then, he saw the sign, right? And he was like, oh, okay, well, it says, and it has an arrow pointing to the right, and he's like, he said, just follow the sign, so I guess that's where I need to go. So he turned around, and he went to the right, and he was just, like, kept on running, and he, uh was running into the uh, area, and he was running to the right, like I said, and there was, a, like, he heard some buzzing in the distance as well, just s- some very light buzzing, not a lot of buzzing, but just a little bit, just a little bit, just a tiny bit of buzzing, and another noise too, something different, something that he didn't think he would hear. He heard like a bear, and it was attacking something. He didn't know what it was, but he knew that some bear was actually attacking the bees. Some bees. And some wasps. The mosquitoes and the wasps that he were getting chased by, the ones that cut the ropes and were going to literally eat him. The bear, a bear came out of nowhere, and he heard it from one, one who was running. He heard that noise in the distance, so he just guessed that the bear was fighting against those bugs. But then eventually it stopped, and he was like, that's weird. And he just kept on running to the right, like the sign said, until there was another sign, another arrow that pointed to the left. So he turned around and went to the left. And he was still running. And then, he started running a little further. And he felt... This whole, like, area starting to become more lively. He was running into, like, a completely different type of forest. This place had way more energy and, like, life with it. There was a bunch of crickets chirping and all of that. Which, good thing, they were actually still small size compared to the bugs and all of them. So, yeah, he was just still running in this type of forest night. In this same type of area. And he heard some a light buzz behind him. Just a light buzz. Just a very light buzz. And he was like, uh, yeah, I definitely want to keep on going. Um, that's not okay. So, yeah, he was still running. And eventually, there was, like, a little... There's two big arrows pointing down to the ground. And he looked down right below him, and he saw this, like, square-shaped trap door. So he lifted the trap door, 
he got himself inside. And when he got inside, it kind of muffled the noise. It kind of muffled the noise of the chirping all that after he shut it. It was still going, but it was very muffled. And some of it escaped, but then muffled again. So the noise now was kind of muffled, but still there. So he heard it, but it was pretty muffled. So he was just looking around, and he was like, okay, this is good. He kind of just kept his voice quiet, and he saw that there was more arrows, and he found that he was in like a small, tight box underground. And there was like a little bed there. No, just a mattress laying there. And there was a note on it, and it said, uh, emergency bed, and... He just decided to take it. Kenny was like, all right, I'm just going to sleep here for the night because there's nowhere else to sleep. So he just dipped and he jumped onto the mattress and he just called it a night and he went to sleep. And all the sounds kind of just faded away. Then he woke up. Those sounds gone. And wind. He heard some wind. This was very strong wind. So it kind of confused Kenny. He was like, why is there just some strong wind in the distance? I don't understand. Why is there just this strong wind? So he lifted his uh, hatch, hit the trapdoor hatch. And it was actually kind of hard to lift. He was like, eh. So he's trying to lift it. But it was very hard to. He lifted it. And then it closed. Something was uh, pressed against on the top of the trapdoor. So when he tried opening it, there was something pressuring it on the front, on the top side of it. He didn't know what. But something was laying on it. So, like, if you tried opening the trapdoor, you wouldn't be able to get it, open it, like, and get out. So he was like, what is holding that down? And he still heard a very strong wind in the distance. And he was like, what is going on? What is going on? So he just was looking around. And he was like, this is kind of scary. Uh, <laughs> don't know what to do here. So he kind of stressed out a little bit. And he still had his uh, rod. His, like, rod that came from his, um, his, you know, fly killer. His fly swatter, whatever you want to call it. He still had it from that distance, so it, he still had it, and he was still using it, and yeah, so he still heard this wind, like normal, and he grabbed out, he used his rod, and he started stabbing it at the trap door, like this. He was pounding at it, rapidly. And he was hoping that it would eventually burst open. But instead, it just, it just wouldn't budge. And he was like, this rod is useless. But then he tried it one more time and it, it stabbed through the trap doors, through, through the wooden trap door. 
then he and then he heard someone just like kind of jump off of it in pain and he was like ah and he knew that someone muffled was there someone was like ah, ah. like a muffled sound of this guy then he was able to lift the trap door and he and Kenny got outside and he saw the trees were being blown around crazy and he looked around there was a bunch of like flies zooming through the skies like a bunch of them like a bunch of them and that's what the light buzzing was but since the wind was so powerful it was kind of not you couldn't really hear that sound that well so yeah it wasn't good so he started like kind of phasing out a few times he was kind of about to pass out because like the sky was just covered in flies zooming like just like a bunch of almost like car traffic just in the sky though and he looked around yeah and the guy he actually had the iron rod like in his abdomen and he's like ugh he literally just stabbed me and then he was like well you were laying on the trap door that I was trying to get out of and then he was like yeah I understand that but <laughs> you could have just not then I would have known I did that I tried opening it and then you wouldn't do anything I thought maybe a critter got in there or something. You make no sense. You know that, right? Fine. Fine, fine. I'm sorry. Just... I got this out of me, and it hurts a lot. So just take your rod now, and let's find some bandages before I bleed out here. So they did. They went and looked for some bandages in this very powerful wind... That was still blowing and whistling. And they were like... <laughs> and this whistling wasn't even the wind. It was literally a bunch of, like, bugs flying. And it created this type of whistling sound. But it was actually just a bunch of flies flying through the skies. So something happened, but they don't know what. <sighs> and eventually, it kind of calmed. And they looked up in the sky, and it was kind of quiet, peaceful, very, very quiet. And they looked around, and they looked up, and they saw nothing. No flies anymore. And eventually, they went down back into the trapdoor area, and Kenny found some bandages in that trapdoor underground like room. He was like, hey, we can use this to bandage you up. And he bandaged him up, and then the man was like, So, uh, what's your name? And then Kenny was like, Uh, yeah, Kenny. He's like, Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm, uh, Madrid. Nice to meet you. Madrid? Yeah, Madrid. Okay. Well, nice to meet you. So they shook hands, and they had, Madrid was bandaged up, and. Eventually, they just decided to, uh, chill. And eventually, the birds started kind of chirping again. Like, they just kind of came back to life and started chirping once again. And they're like, well, I guess the birds are coming now. <sighs> Thank goodness those things don't eat us. That would be way worse. Let's not get into that. Alright? Okay, okay, okay. Whatever you say.
Anyways, I think we need to leave. Like, we need to find somewhere to go. That's basically how Madrid was like. He was like, we need to go somewhere. Or at least we need to explore and find out what the heck happened here. I mean, then Kenny just cut him off and he was like, wait. The last, one of the last things I saw. I just didn't go back there. I had to find whatever this underground place was that this guy told me to go to. But then, but before I went to and followed the signs, I saw my village burning to the ground. So whatever happened caused a huge fire, which would make sense why all oh, the flies are leaving this area because they think no one, no humans are left here. I mean, they probably all died over there, and they didn't really think about how I would be. You know, underground. And where were you? Oh, I don't. I don't live here. I don't live here. So you don't live here. Like you don't. I don't live here. I'm a traveler. Then where's your like? Do you have any belongings? Like, I mean, do you have any supplies? No, no, not really. Uh, I kind of just steal from people, and then I sell those things for money. So I actually just have a lot of money, but that's I don't don't have anything except the clothes on my body. So, you know. So you're homeless and you have no money then. Oh, uh, <clears throat> I I don't. So yeah, they, they just kept on talking. Kenny majored. Kenny was like so, so you don't live here, and you have no money, and you're homeless. That that's great. And then Majorid was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty bad about that, but uh, I think I'm gonna be okay. I think I'm gonna be okay." No, you're not. No, no, you're not. I mean, none of us are gonna be okay because I mean, we're stuck in a forest. My hometown is burned down. But, I guess we don't have any flies terrorizing this area anymore. Because I think everyone died in the fire. So that would make sense why... But who even started the fire? I mean, it had to start somewhere. The flies wouldn't start the fire. Because they want us for food. So they wouldn't start the fire. So that means someone here would have had to start the fire. I don't know who. But... Okay, I'll admit. I'll admit. You'll you admit what? Majorid. Oh, I, uh... Then Majorid actually had a lighter. And Sun reflected at the lighter. And he kind of hit it. He was like, oh... I don't, I don't have... I didn't do it. That's what I wanted to say. I, I see the lighter. He's like, oh... I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I didn't light this place on fire. Uh... <laughs> You lit the foot on fire, didn't you? Uh, no. No, I didn't. I don't... You think this is funny, don't you? I mean, you're literally smiling. Yeah, is there a problem with that? Kenny just gave him a death stare, honestly. And he was getting very ticked with Madrid. He... 
obviously burned down the whole village and the trees because there's a few trees many trees that were burned down and there was actually just a bunch of birds talking on one tree not anywhere else literally specifically on one tree only because every other tree was just burnt down except one tree and they just really noticed that so then he obviously knew that Madrid was one who burned everything down and he and then Kenny just questioned why and then Major was just like, okay, okay. It was an accident, okay? I did not mean to burn down a whole village with everyone inside it. I did it to kill the bugs and get them away. And that hooded man, I worked with that guy. Yes, I, yes, I did. I worked with that guy. He told me he was friends with your... I knew that I was supposed to be your leader, your guardian, or whatever... What? This was a plan? Then it's not an accident. It wouldn't be an accident if you worked with some guy, the hooded figure, that told me to go here. And you're saying that he was friends with my father. And then Major was like, yes, uh, I was friends with your father. I was also friends with the hooded guy. And we had a plan to keep you alive because you're the last hope. And you probably don't know why, but you'll find out soon. I promise. And then, he, and then Kenny was like, that makes no sense. Why would I be that? I mean, like, I don't understand why would I be some special person if I'm just some random dude in a village. Just like everyone else, I'm not special. And then he said, actually you are. You're a part of the next generation. You're the only kid in that village. So we needed you to be alive. And you needed everyone dead. You needed everyone else dead and just me alive. Okay. Alright. The reason why everyone in the village basically agreed to this, okay? Do you want to know? Do you want to know what happened? Do you want to know why all of this is happening? Yeah. I, I Yeah, I do, actually. I want to know why you killed my whole village. Majrid was like, okay. Let me explain, then. Uh, so, uh, what I did was when I was friends with your father and, uh, I was talking to them, and the whole village agreed to this. Because, you see, what happened was, we need you to be alive. And we needed to get the flies away from this area. Because if the flies came here, then... Because, then, if we... Wait, wait, wait. What? What? And then, Kenny looked at the tree, and he saw birds were just falling from the tree, left and right. And then, Major was like, you don't, you hear that, right? There's just stumps, and also, there's no more chirping, either. And they looked up. For a long time, the, the chirping stopped. And they looked up, and they saw that there were just birds falling from the, from the tree. And they're like, 
Alright. What is going on? And still then, Madrid was kind of thankful about that because he didn't have to tell Kenny why he did. That is the end of this episode. Hope you enjoyed. Bye-bye.